<laughs> do you want to do the uh, the Have you ever seen a ghost intro? Because I feel like I kind of bogarted it last time. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of nice when you do it, but um, because you have a very sexy voice. Oh, thanks. Um, so <laughs> how about you start it and then? Have you ever uh, ever see a ghost? <laughs> you ever uh, see a ghost? <laughs> hey, you ever see a? Okay. Okay. You ever see ghosts? Yeah, ever see a. Yeah, yeah, see a ghost. You, you want to see a ghost? <laughs> okay, let's do this. Have you ever seen a ghost? This is our podcast. Have you ever seen a ghost? With me, Dacia. And me, Tara. Yay! I feel like that really sounded like an intro that humans Very do. normal, very natural. <laughs> Just... Very normal, very, very normal, natural very intro. natural. Um, so yeah, and very sexy, if I might say. <laughs> so today, oh stop! <laughs> so today we have our very first recording, reporting from the field. Very excited uh, on this our one. Our very dear listeners, <laughs> yes, one of our early adopters yeah. of the ghost hunting uh, of the voice note from the beyond lifestyle. <laughs> Um, our dear friend Ali has um, been very thoroughly investigating, and uh, Ali's brother James has a ghost story for us. Should we take it away? Let's take it away. Hi, Dustin Tara, longtime listener, first time caller. <laughs> I'm here with my brother James, um, asking him, "Have you ever seen a ghost?" No. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> I'll go ask my other brother, who will also definitely for sure say no. Okay, let's try again. <laughs> uh, yes, actually. Um, back in grade four, well, if this goes international, when I was about 11 years <laughs> old, um, we were on a school tour and we were playing Stalk the Lantern in a very scary bush place. And quite a few of the boys started crying because this was very, very scary. Um, and so... <laughs> Sorry, currently getting attacked by a dog out here. Um, went to go check on everyone to see if they were fine, uh, those that were crying. And I looked down and on the floor, sitting, hands hunched over their knees, I thought I saw a faint white character sitting there. So I looked back at the real humans and then looked back down and he was gone. Who knows? It was... Many, many years ago. Maybe it was a ghost, maybe it was not. That is my story. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> Super, thank you. So I think that um, Ali also kind of buried the lead there a little bit because um, I don't know what that sounded like to you, but it also sounded like our first ever live cryptid attack captured on tape. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, just a, a slight uh, found footage <laughs> moment of... Bo the darling dog that's never done anything wrong. Bo, yeah. <laughs> Attacking James as he was trying to tell his story. Bo is our favorite cryptid. <laughs> Absolutely top notch, top five cryptids. So, yeah, what do you think about? I did hmm. wanna um I did wanna quickly clarify that um Stock the Lantern, I wasn't actually aware of what Stock the Lantern was as a game. Do you know what it is? Because you uh, used to be a scout as well. We did play this as Scots, yeah. Yeah, how does it work? What's um, the game? Damn, I really hope I'm not going to fuck this one up. But um, <laughs> basically, it's it's a game that you, you do 
usually kind of play at night and um, it's essentially kind of a capture the flag type game. So you'd want to try and get as close as possible to the, the lantern and to, I guess, capture the lantern um, without being spotted or, or captured. So I guess you could say it was a game where you sort of cosplay as a ghost. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of how I picked it up as well. It's like you are psychologically primed. You are in the dark. I think what is the thing that like the leader has a torch and if they spot you coming towards the lantern they shine a torch on you and you have to go back to the start that's the thing okay. that's the thing yeah okay so yeah so you are a ghost <laughs> and you are also like it's a game of stealth it's a game of stealth i would cry at 34 if i was playing the game. <laughs> it sounds very I, I, I think you really you really kind of are sort of maybe asking asking to see a ghost in, in that kind of scenario because yeah i mean it's kind of like yeah. the zombie things it's like the zombies you know when you pretend to be the zombie the zombies feel comfortable around you um so perhaps it's kind oh, of like okay in fact, do you know what it's more like scratch that delete that part from the podcast okay this is, <laughs> this is it. what it's like <laughs> it's like if you had a bird hide for ghosts <laughs> i feel like this is sort of what this game is because the ghost feels comfortable <laughs> because it thinks uh-huh. it's maybe surrounded by other ghosts. Could that be it? Oh. Or at least people <laughs> pretending or to at least be people. ghosts. A bird hide, okay. Kind of a bird hide. Yeah. Something uh-huh. like that. And that's different from a bird house. That is, okay, wait. Do you mean like... Dacia, <laughs> how many times have you, have you been bird watching before? Number one question. No. I mean, I have looked at birds, but I haven't been bird watching. You haven't actively looked for them then? You've looked at them. <laughs> I've looked at them. I have never appreciated them with a with a manual in my hand. You've bird looked. You haven't bird watched. <laughs> I've bird glanced. You've bird glanced. <laughs> I, I bird watched, but I did not bird see. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is is a bird hide like the like you you're in a bush and the birds don't know you're there? <laughs> This is what I'm guessing. I don't go outside. Yeah, so you, it's it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, a little um, hut or uh, an area from which you can watch birds oh, without them necessarily perceiving you. I get you. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yes, I know what this is. It's like if it's on a swamp or something. And it's exactly. Like, okay, it doesn't have to be on a swamp. The one I'm thinking of was not yeah, a swamp. Yeah, it is. It is frequently on the, on a swamp. Okay, yeah, I know what a bird hide is. Yeah. So you're creating a bird hide for ghosts. A, a ghost, ghost hide. hide. Um, or it's kind <laughs> okay. of like, um, you know, if you're hunting and you smear yourself with, like, animal pheromones. Do hunters do that? I don't know. It just seems like something they would do. I mean, maybe if they want to attract other hunters. What about, like, <laughs> those duck decoys? Those wooden duck decoys? Yes. Is it like that for ghosts? Uh-huh. For <laughs> So all the other kids are duck decoys and the one duck is like, why is everyone being so weird? Why is everyone being so weird? <laughs> but definitely there is like, it's a, it's a ghost simulation exercise yes. because it's dark. You don't want to be yeah. spotted, but you have an objective to carry out. Yeah. You're trying to reach your goal without necessarily being busted. Right. Ghost busted. <laughs> And as as a player, it's like your perception is all yeah. messed up because it's dark. You're already in fight or flight yeah. mode if it's dark <laughs> or in creep mode if it's dark. And the jarring sense of someone suddenly shining a flashlight on you when you're trying to creep in the dark 
must be what a ghost feels like when someone sees them at the top of the stairs. Like, fuck, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> I mean, here's, like, here's the other thing as well. Is like, can ghosts see us? Like, I mean, do they do want, they want to? to? Can they? There's lots of stories about ghosts, like, harassing people but then what is it kind of like a broken uh like a bad signal thing where we only see tiny wisps of them and they might only be seeing tiny wisps of us and then they're like you know clear on the other side yeah i mean i think that that's that's kind of possible i mean i think that maybe we scare ghosts i don't know <laughs> I think, like, that's why we don't actually see them that often maybe that's why that ghost figure in james's story seem to be maybe crying or so mm-hmm. maybe it saw the children and was scared yeah same same <laughs> same to be honest <laughs> just like what a what a mood <laughs> crouched on the ground <laughs> feeling pale i don't know <laughs> very relatable ghost feeling like a small pale character just crouching just crouching this is another ghost story where the ghost is really like the opposite of intimidating. Yeah. I mean, the ghost actually sounds, it sounds intimidated. Yeah. Based on the body language, you know. The ghost was hiding. Yeah. <laughs> but did it win the game, though, is the real question. I mean... At the end of the day, who scored the point? One person, at least we know, saw the ghost. Yes. I mean, did it know in that moment it had failed and then it just kind of disappeared? Did it disappear or did it just go back to the start? Oh my god, that's what happened. That must be what happened. That's what happened. Aww. Oh, that's actually really cute. <laughs> He's like, oh, I lost the game. Oh, got me. <laughs> and then he just like trotted away. James turns back and he's like, a paranormal experience. <laughs> and the kid's like, okay, I'm playing again. <laughs> I, I'd like this take on it because it also goes to our thing of, you know, why aren't ghosts ever doing anything fun? Yeah. <laughs> They're trying. They're trying. Maybe it is trying, you know? Yeah. You tried to have a good little time. Bless. Bless. <laughs> I like that. That's my narrative. <laughs> Thank you very much to Ali and James for this lovely story. Thank you, Ali and James. Um, shout, shout out. out. I'm so hyped that we got our first our first contribution. I'm so excited. I'm really, really excited. Yes. Now I did um I did get an interesting message from Dacia this week, um, courtesy <laughs> of the MarthaStewart.com website. Oh yes. This is not just another recipe because I have enough of those. This is our now, we have to preempt this with our primary source of peer-reviewed paranormal investigations, MarthaStewart.com. <laughs> <laughs> MarthaStewart.com has pulled through because I have been thinking about this whole concept of if we are going to ask every single person in the world, again, realistic and achievable goal, if they have seen a ghost, how many ghost stories are we going to have at the end of the day? And according to my research and according to Martha herself, nearly 45% of Americans say that they have had a personal experience with paranormal activity. Now, if we do the math on that, <laughs> that's... Oh, for, for our listeners who uh, don't hang out with me all the time, I'm not actually American. So that's <laughs> uh, just a little clarification for why I'm talking about Americans as a foreign body. Because we all know that Americans are uh, one-to-one 
ratio representative of the rest of the world. (laughs) Yeah, naturally. Uh, If we take that 45% number, we are going to have 3,593,147... Wait, 3 billion... (laughs) What are... I did a B in English. Three billion five hundred and ninety-three million. Do you want me to take the second half of the number? I'm doing. (laughs) You gotta let me do it myself. That's the only way I learn. God damn it, Tara. Three billion five hundred ninety-three million one hundred forty-seven thousand six hundred and fifty-eight ghost stories out there and up for grabs, not including the people that were born today that are going to have ghost stories. <laughs> Inevitably, you're going to have ghost stories. That was a percentage of the the 7.9 something billion from countthewordspeople.com or whatever the fuck has like a running tally of oh, <laughs> how many people there are in the world. I imagine that it's just kind of one person in charge of that whole website and he's just constantly like, oh, 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 another one. Oh, <laughs> two more. Fuck. Shit. Oh my God. This one died. Oh, this one died. <laughs> fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> So while we're on the maths mode, yes, <laughs> what percentage of humans in the world do we think become ghosts? Become ghosts? Yeah. Like how many I ghosts mean, would there be like throughout human history? Like you, you'd think there would be more, right? Like That's a great question. You'd think question. we'd be like outnumbered. I like the idea of you only become a ghost if you're the main character. <laughs> ghosts have main character energy. It's true. Yeah. You're, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Just get over yourself. <laughs> Yeah, like if you had a horrible death or you were someone very, you know, important in life or you had some unfinished business that wasn't just, I need to file my taxes. I don't know. I mean... That would be such a shit thing to haunt It would be a really, really shit thing to haunt about. If I die today... The taxes thing is definitely going to be a relief. What sort of keeps me kicking around here? Oh, no, I was going to say like (laughs) that would be like the final happy moment. Be like, oh, I don't have to do it anymore. I don't have to do it anymore. (laughs) And then at your funeral, your accountant's like knocking on the coffin. Like, so I need uh, Um, submitting your pay's yearn. Listen, (laughs) did you get my email? (laughs) My God, no more emails. I do need to email my accountant though (laughs) but i would say maybe if we have 45 percent of people that have seen ghosts how many ghosts are they sharing (laughs) yeah like sometimes your whole family will see one ghost sometimes it's it's the same ghost good point so i feel like we can probably filter that one down a little bit Mm -mm. maybe a percentage of that we also then factor in for it was just a guy ghost or guy yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And yeah, and does paranormal experiences, to be fair, uh, it's not just including ghosts, that 45%. We actually have um, some uh, stats here. Yeah, I think it also includes... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just reading this article. Um, yeah, so paranormal, a personal experience with unexplainable types of presences. Okay. Yeah, so that also includes like... People acting weird on the full moon, <laughs> out of this world sights. Okay, um, people. <laughs> oh, believing someone can be psychic. Um, okay, I mean that. That seems pretty broad. Um, it's very broad. 
Yeah. Funnily enough, 55% watched scary movies on Halloween and 23% enjoyed fruit-based candies with their wine. Happy Halloween. There's a lot of stats here that we could go. (laughs) Oh, shit. It's Halloween. I've been so distracted. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. This Halloween, I'm coming as... A woman who has a laparoscopy tomorrow and doesn't really have time to dress up. Oh, honey. I am... I'm coming as a sad woman who didn't put on a bra this morning. (laughs) It's a a 24-7 all-year-round costume. The year before last, I went to a Halloween party as um, Sexy Mothman, and nobody at that party got it, and... Um, it rained a lot, and then I came home. Oh. It was a huge bummer. I still want to do sexy Gandalf one yeah. of these days. I don't know. Should we try and just throw something together for this evening? <laughs> I don't know, for the gram, like in the, in next, the next six like, hours. Six hours. <laughs> Tell you what, I'll send, how about uh, we do some uh, deep fried content on, on the gram? Let's do some deep fried content. Yeah, I think that'll be a good a good way to celebrate Halloween. Um, yeah, I'm not even supposed to drink. It's bullshit. So yeah. (laughs) How much candy are you allowed to eat though? Does that mean you're allowed to eat more candy? I stopped eating at midnight. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. (laughs) Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, I guess. (laughs) So yeah. So the idea of Martha Stewart as a paranormal expert somehow doesn't really throw me. I feel like she is the master of everything. I feel like if she could find a way to make a craft out of a ghost, she would. (laughs) (laughs) No 3D printing allowed. No 3D printing allowed. I'm so tired of watching crafting videos and people start 3D printing things. It's like a pet peeve of mine now. Okay, well, come on. Yeah, just like get good. Whittle that ghost. I did actually ask um, Martha Stewart on Twitter if she'd seen a ghost. I did put that question out there no response as of yet but um oh fingers crossed <laughs> she's coasting you she's coasting me how long are we gonna make that joke <laughs> as long as we can as long as we can hells yeah for three billion five hundred ninety three million episodes <laughs> it did make me think though about how ghosts really seem to kind of like take issue or start to become active in a house when a new family moves in for example and starts changing stuff in the house yeah. and you know what like i get it i remember once i when you have your spot once i came home <laughs> and um my roommate had uh, rearranged the lounge and uh, i had to take a moment because without telling you yeah um as like a fun surprise but like the lounge was like exactly the way that i wanted it to be and the surprise is I made it worse. <laughs> the surprise is I made it worse for you Yay. and I already had to take a moment outside before it came back in and I just like rearranged everything back exactly <laughs> the way it was And then before. you're like, I have no idea how things came back the way they were. It must have been some sort of spirit. Ooh. <laughs> As a ghost. So, okay. So pretend you're a ghost. So someone comes in, you really like took a moment and closed your eyes and you're like, I'm a ghost now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait, I'm still, okay. So someone comes in, you have the lounge. Okay, I'm there. All right, I'm there. Okay, okay, you're in the ghost, you're in ghost mode. (laughs) Okay, so you're in your house, you know, everything is still exactly how you want it. It's great. New family comes in, fucks everything up, starts moving things around. What do you do? 
as soon as they start rearranging. Okay. I'm just picturing this like I'm about to go to the light. Like finally I got everything right. Yeah. I can die happy and I did die. The feng shui was sorted. The feng shui was like on point. And then you came in and you put tiles like all over the wall. Why would you do that? (laughs) No, no, no. Actually, you had parquet floors and I tiled over them. (laughs) (laughs) You just upgraded to poltergeist. (laughs) Poltergeist level unlocked. I. (laughs) But what do you do? Your powers are you can spook, you can move things like light movement, knocking down a picture. Hmm. What do I do? I think that I would try and break up the family by turning them all against each other. Like, (laughs) oh my god, so that they leave. You just went straight for the psychosocial torture. You know, like maybe, like maybe the like maybe like you know the husband always leaves the cabinet open and that's kind of a thing. But he's trying really hard to stop, and then I'll just make sure that those cabinet doors keep coming open. And oh, like, oh, that is evil. I love keep, it. Keep like lifting the toilet seat up, you know, just like really kind of like fuck with them and turn them against each other. Oh, yeah. Maybe also create kind of like a division with the kids as well. I love that. <laughs> I don't know, just really kind of split them up. Yeah, just whisper, you know, like start kid gossip. Kid gossip is a huge kid thing. Gossip. Definitely, definitely kind of like grab ankles from under the bed, all of that jazz. Haunted doll. Yeah. You're like they don't even know you are haunting them because they're all blaming each other. Exactly. And then they just leave. Wow. That's really quite horrific. Yeah, horrifying, but it was a stroke of genius, I feel like. Yeah. How do you communicate to them that they need to uh put everything back the way it was and also make this a museum to the style of Tara? Huh, interesting. Maybe just a note on the mirror. <laughs> if a ghost can move things, does that mean that like a ghost, if given enough time and the opportunity, mm-hmm. could eventually renovate the house back to the way it wanted? <laughs> like, <laughs> like just like uh, over a really long period of time? Yeah, I, I can't see why not. As long as all the supplies are there, maybe like keep the now divorced deadbeat dad in like the basement so he can do builders runs for you to the hardware store. Yep, that could, that could work. Yeah. Um, I mean, could you communicate like with like messages in, in like the steam of the, the bathroom mirror? I mean, I feel like that's a classic. Oh my God, you're going to need such a big mirror because it's going to be like to-dos. There's going to be a whole status sheet up there. Project tracker. Oh my God. <laughs> sort of like, like week by week, like Gantt chart. Gantt, like, yeah. <laughs> hate that. Oh, God, why did I even die if I still, still keep doing this shit? <laughs> or a, a gaunt chart. I don't know, is that anything? I don't know. <laughs> I get something. A gaunt chart. I'm sure the AI will give us something juicy for that. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like that's what I would do. How about you? What, like, what would you do like, as a ghost? Yeah. As a ghost? Um, Honestly... I mean, I feel like I have no motivations as a living being, so it's hard to imagine myself as a ghost with, like, a real purpose. Maybe to keep publishing this podcast? Just, like, like, get one of those, like, ghost detector clicker things and just, like, Morse code my show notes. (laughs) Oh, man. Can you haunt the internet? Um, huh. I would love to haunt the internet. I guess. You can haunt technology. You can haunt technology. I feel like 
You can haunt an old timey radio. You can haunt an old timey radio. And like, what? Can I haunt in 5G? Mm. Can you haunt in 5G? Yes, I feel like 5G is haunting enabled. Yeah, that's the the fifth G was ghosts. That's the fifth G was ghosts. The fifth G was ghosts. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, Christ. I also feel like, you know, the term ghost in the machine, like that has to... It could be the machine, but it has to be like the right machine. What about a pair of haunted Heelys? I feel like that would be the... (laughs) Okay, wait. I actually remembered this the other day. Like, you you read Ghostbumps when you were a kid, right? Yeah. I mean, did I say Ghostbumps? Goosebumps? You did say Ghostbumps, but I found through. You. <laughs> uh, okay, thank you for your patience. Tara is very patient with me, Shame. As I'm editing these episodes, I'm like, thank you for being my friend, even though I interrupt you 110% of the time. And even though I breathe Fuck. really loudly. Um, so yes, thank you for what? your patience. What? <laughs> Sorry, I just kept talking while you were talking. Talking is not a competition. Goosebumps, that's what we were. I just remembered, like, the, the Haunted Heelys really feels like Goosebumps it to does. me. It does. It does, actually. Yeah, because do you remember the Goosebumps story of that, the mask that you couldn't take off? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. Like the Halloween mask. I remember feeling so claustrophobic at the sheer idea of that. But, like, if it's Haunted Heelys that you can never take <laughs> off, I guess the consequence to that is that you're not allowed in, like, the mall, I guess. a fate worse than death but i feel like if i was if i knew i was about to become a ghost i would get (laughs) heelys then you would have like heelys as a ghost which seems pretty cool (laughs) i don't know how many accessories are you allowed is it like a carry like one carry-on suitcase of ghost (laughs) ephemera i don't know i feel like you're allowed at least some right wait (laughs) no but you never see a ghost on heelys the thing is when you're a ghost do you like you die and then you walk through the veil and there's a little sign that says like no dogs no food court drinks no heelys (laughs) you skate through the veil you skate through the veil and you're too so fast they can't catch you on your heelys super fast ghost (laughs) they can't catch you (laughs) <laughs> so, Dacia, speaking of beloved childhood toys, speaking of- I have a, <laughs> I'm so high. I have a little um, creepy pasta for us. What's this? Wait a minute. How did we get here? How did we get here in the creepy pasta test kitchen? Creepy pasta hey. test kitchen. Test kitchen. Whoa. How did we get here to the creepy pasta test kitchen? It must have been our Heelys. We got here so fast. I have, I have a creepy pasta test kitchen for submission for us. And I must say that this one... I'm so hype. This one was very, very uh, tasty to me. There's a lot I love about it. Some things to work on, perhaps. <laughs> not tasteful. Um, not tasteful, <laughs> but mm, juicy. Mm-hmm. So if you just sit back, um, relax, and <laughs> listen to Bag of Bricks by R.D. Steedy. Steady? Steady. Excellent. Okay, wait. Should we say, like, in the creepypasta test kitchen, what we're trying to do yes. is take creepypastas that maybe just aren't living up to their potential as a viral horror story, and we get cooking. See what we can improve with our paranormal experience. Try and bump up those upvotes. There you go. Get those upvotes up. So tell me about Bag of Bricks. This was uploaded a year ago. Only seven upvotes. Oof. 
I feel like we can we can maybe lend a helping hand because I mean that's way less than one a day, even really one a month. So if we can just kind of bump up those numbers, we could work on that. So here we go. Bag of bricks by R D Steady. I received a bag of 191 Lego TM bricks in the mail yesterday. After closer inspection, the bricks were different than traditional Lego TM. Instead of an even number of studs on the bricks, they were uneven with varying patterns. Specific studs had been filed down. The base of the bricks would only accept very specific stud patterns. Some of the stud receptacles were filled with metal plastic. Metal, melted plastic, I'm sorry. And the minifigures looked like twisted, pale, yellow, and orange vines with creepy, contorted faces and claw-like hands. The colour pattern on the bricks was also very unusual. It looked like military camouflage consisting of milky grey and dark navy blue, except for seven bricks with the same patterning, but in a deep dark red and slightly lighter red. Someone had spent a lot of time modifying the bricks and minifigurines. Okay, so I'm just going to park it there quickly. I mean, I feel like at this stage, we're talking refund, right? <laughs> Listen, if it's Lego Lego TM, you expect Lego TM. <laughs> you know, like... When you get that box. You're not expecting some kind of bootleg, like, Lego with melted yeah. pieces and... Yeah, what is this fucking fucked up Lego? He said he's getting it in the mail. I mean, this is what happens when you shop on Facebook Marketplace, people. Ah, uh, okay. Maybe we, maybe we have a little bit of clarity Haunted here. Haunted Legos. <laughs> okay. Okay. I put the bag aside thinking it was a gag gift from one of my friends. The note that came with it was written in letters cut out of various newspapers and magazines. Build ASAP or you will die. <laughs> if not from one of my friends, it seemed like a very elaborate chain letter and I proceeded to forget about it until it decided that it didn't want to be forgotten. I think very relatable on the forgetting about a chain letter on TBH. Uh, forgetting about a thing that you will literally die if you don't do it. Yeah, extremely <laughs> relatable. <laughs> I had dozed in front of my computer Been there. while checking my travel plans for the next day when I was jolted awake by a crash in the vestibule of my very small apartment. Hello, word of the day. Vestibule, I love it. Groggy, I flicked on the light and saw Lego TM bricks scattered in front of the door. I thought the bag must have tipped over, but when I reached down to clean up the bricks, it looked like they made a pattern. I stood up and took a step backwards. The brick spelled out, Build ASAP or you will die. <laughs> the probability that the bricks landed in a pattern <laughs> that randomly spelled out exactly what the note said was incredibly small. Someone was in my apartment. I grabbed a knife from the kitchen and searched my apartment. It didn't take long. I was alone. I returned to the vestibule to clean up the bricks and the message was gone. The bricks were scattered about with no recognizable pattern. <laughs> I laughed to myself, thinking that my half-asleep brain was playing tricks on me. <laughs> I put the bricks back in the bag and then emptied the bag onto my coffee table. I decided to see what the bricks would build. After a couple of hours, I built an airplane in serious trouble. The red bricks were flames from one of the engines that was being ripped apart by the minifigs. The camouflage provided surprising 3D details. I could see deep into the cabin through the portals where terrified passengers and flight attendants gaped at the scene outside. My heart skipped a beat when I discovered the writing on the bottom. 
the date and time of my departure along with the flight number 191. <gasps> Was he going to take a flight? Did we know that before? We didn't know that before. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, kind of bearing the lead a little bit. It's like... We need the information in order to to participate in the story. Wait, is that is that the end? Of, is that the end of the story? That's the end of the story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so well, I don't know why you submitted this to Creepy Pasta Test Kitchen when it's perfect the way it is. <laughs> no notes. I mean, no I notes love it. on this. I, if I could adopt a, a Creepy Pasta story, it would be this one. Yeah, just 10 out of 10. Keep going. Keep trying. Want to see your next submission? <laughs> what I enjoyed... Let's do compliment sandwich. What I enjoyed was the dedication to the brand integrity. Lego TM. Do you think he was afraid of getting sued, perhaps? <laughs> if, he, if he said that Lego without the TM... Without the TM? The trademark symbol. Yeah. I feel like this is written by like a, a tortured copywriter because <laughs> I even still now in, in casual conversations when when I mention a brand I compulsively look up if I'm styling it right 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 just <laughs> to ease my own anxiety so I think maybe we're looking in, a little bit into the mind of the writer there <laughs> I've got a couple of questions about this Sure that I, I'll listen as well as well. And um, so let's just kind of like straight off the bat, what is the vestibule? I don't know what a vestibule is. A vestibule is an antechamber, hall, or lobby next to the outer door of a building. Um, was it necessary to use this word? I, it's his <laughs> word of the day. Um, do we think that the logo was meant for him? Because he didn't order it, right? He didn't order it. Do you think that it was supposed to go to the pilot? Maybe. <laughs> um, Nobody would build... How many people on that flight got that Lego before he did? Yeah. And were like, oh, I didn't did order everyone? This. Is this like... Return to sender. Is this like a viral marketing campaign? Like, oh my God, can you imagine? It's like a viral marketing thing for like, cancel your flight and get cashback.com. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, I don't know. To me, this it smacks of viral marketing. But also, here's the other little thing that's niggling at me. Does he is? He gets two messages, right? Saying, build ASAP or you will die. Mm. If he didn't build it ASAP, yeah. <laughs> what would happen? Because it sounds like he is going to die because he did build it. Yeah, no, but like to me, I interpreted that as the haunted Legos are trying to be like, oh my God, you're so going to die unless if you get on this flight, Yeah, much like in the diorama. Yeah. Maybe it would have been easier to just say, don't get on that flight, you're going to die. But, you know, it's really thinking about maybe he has like a kinesthetic learning style, right. learns by building, <laughs> learns by doing. I think that's a very good point. Morgos should send messages like that. Give me an experience. I'm a millennial. I'm trying to collect experience. Experience is not things. <laughs> experience is not things. Woo me, you know, into not getting on a, a doomed flight. Woo me. Like, like, <laughs> do you think that the intention is, if you saw that and you knew that you were taking a flight, um, wouldn't you just be like, um, no? So, like, <laughs> what's forcing you to take that flight then? But that's what I think it was, is that it was a friendly terrifying lego message you think it was a positive telling him don't get on the flight if you <laughs> okay so it's really it's kind of there's layers so first it's 
build this or you'll die. Right. And then it's he builds it and then he doesn't die because he doesn't get on the flight. Or do you think it's he built it so therefore he manifested this accident, this flight accident? Okay. I actually I'd seen it as quite like a threatening thing. But yeah, I think it is maybe a positive message. This is like a Rorschach test for... But who would have sent that? A friendly ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Also, like, if you're a ghost, why do you have to send something in the mail, one? How do you get a hold of Lego TM bricks? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's like someone in the Lego factory. It's a haunted Lego pressing machine. (laughs) <laughs> that I don't know what do they use to make Lego bricks yeah like yeah. the Lego making machine was haunted a la Stephen King's haunted washing machine and was like I just need to quickly make this one custom batch order for this one dude I don't really know him we used to follow each other on Instagram <laughs> I need like, to just make one <laughs> fucked up Lego TM yes. custom <laughs> unit just one good listen and then i'm just back on that red brick grind (laughs) can i just say from a what could improve point of view this story although almost perfect yeah god it could it would have been so easy to establish the flight ahead of time it would have been like it would have been so easy because like why even bother mentioning the flight number we have no idea that that was your flight number yeah <laughs> like you haven't established it's that like, anywhere flight number 666 you know <laughs> like yeah. do you think it was meant to be wait okay wait this is really important that i ask this question right now i'm, I'm listening the flight number if i'm not mistaken is 191 Yes. Do you think it was meant to be 9-11? Do <laughs> 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 Oh, fuck. I published it with a typo. Uh, whatever. People will get it. It's like a, it's like a mystery. They'll, they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. Whatever. Six upvotes. Come on. <laughs> but honestly, I genuinely, I like the story. I enjoyed the story. I think that the leg, the creepy Lego... It's a powerful image. It's not really Lego TM if you have to change it that much. Like it could have been any other modeling kit. <laughs> you could have established that he likes to build modeling kits or that, yeah. you know what, if you had a little more, more headroom in the story, oh, I haven't built a modeling kit since my dad died in that plane crash. You know? Something. Like I, something. I do feel like there could have been a little more breadcrumbs, but I agree. I think the story is great. I love the way that he used vestibule twice. No, but I love this because it's such a tiny apartment and all he has is it's like a studio and a vestibule. Do you think he's on the plane? Uh, Do you think he's on the plane? Do you think that that is what he means by like a vestibule? Do you think the vestibule? No. He was dozing in front of his computer, checking my travel plans for the next day. Oh, for the next day. That would have been so fucking funny. We do have the the flight sort of in there. Okay, there was one. A little breadcrumb. Mm-mm. Okay, I think this is a way to elevate this story. He says like, okay, whatever, one of my friends pranking me. Ugh, I'll bring this little model kit or this little Lego thing. Maybe, you know, scale it down so that there's not several. Yeah. Those minifigs are pretty big. It seems like a lot. I love that idea. It's like scale it down and he brings it on the plane to do as like an activity. An activity. The most obnoxious activity to do <laughs> on an airplane. <laughs> Okay, so I also wanted to to look at the airplane. The red bricks were flames from one of the engines that was being ripped apart by the minifigures. 
So are these some kind of like zombies? So they're ripping the airplane apart? Is they, they're ripping the airplane apart? Like, are they like eating the plane? I think like this is my other thing with the story, right? It's like, don't be greedy. Listen, this is what we come across all the time. It's all about the booze you don't say. You can't also just be like, oh yeah, and then also Bigfoot was there. No, no. you haven't earned that spook. Can't do it. Can't do it. No. Okay. That was so good. <laughs> I loved it. RD, RD steady. Hope he's rocking steady. I hope that they take something away from our notes maybe work on a second draft, maybe apply those notes to uh, future projects. And I would love to see more from this writer because the imagery is powerful. <laughs> so yes, huge, huge thanks to all of our new contributors and to the Creepypasta test kitchen, the unwilling participants. Huge thanks to all contributors. Once again, I just want to do a little shout out to anyone who wants to participate Remember, all you got to do is go out to your family, your friends, people you work with, people you meet at a bar. You ask them, have you ever seen a ghost? And if they say yes, you pull out your phone. Press record. Press record on your voice note app and you send us that ghost story. We need, if we're going to do, and I'm going to nail it the first time, if we're going to get, tell, <laughs> fuck, if we're going to tell, 3,593,147,658 ghost stories. We're going to need your help. So please feel free to send us the voice notes from the beyond. Well, I think that we can we can now minus how many of those? Um, three. Three? Well, people we've asked or the ghost stories we've told? Of the ghost stories we've told. Three. That's minus three, so 655. <laughs> Amazing. We're getting there. We're cracking on. Just as long as nobody's born. <laughs> Just as long as nobody's born. Maybe if somebody dies, we will have more ghost stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The dying is not going to hold us back at all. It's the people being born that are Folks, really going to... get in um, touch with your elderly relatives, those who are maybe kind of close to the end there and... Just make sure that when they do pass, before they go into the light, they just uh, reach back one last time and maybe give you a cool story. And, like, get them to do something interesting. Get them to do something cool. Come on, do a kickflip. <laughs> do a kickflip. <laughs> Thank you to all of our 13 listeners. Thank you to all of our listeners. I am Dacia. I am Tara. And Dacia, good luck for your operation. Thank you. I hope to have a ghost of assist this time tomorrow. <laughs> Hopefully it won't. <laughs> cool, a variant ghost. Won't come back to haunt you. Yeah. <laughs> Do not haunt me. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. It's in the show notes. Okay, and this has been... Have you ever seen a ghost? Have you ever seen a ghost? <laughs> <laughs>